Welcome to the Confidently Me with CC podcast. I'm your host and hype queen, CC. My purpose is to empower you to discover your most authentic self and find confidence in every ounce of what makes you, you. Tune in on Tuesdays to experience reality unfiltered as we break down the crazy norms and expectations we've been conditioned to believe our entire lives. All while learning how to discover your true self and live a happier, more fulfilled life being confidently you. Let's do this, fam. Hello, hello, everyone, and happy day to you. This is just a little subtle reminder that you are fierce, you are badass, and we don't remind ourselves of that enough. It is time to tell that hater voice in your head to F off, and it has no place here. Channel love and prioritize things that align to your values, fam, and there is nobody or no thing that can ever take you down. Keep rocking on. (laughs) Uh, Felt inclined to give y'all a little pep talk today as we come in hot to this episode. We have a great lineup for you today. We are talking all about your personal preferences, why they're important, why you have them in your life. But first, per usual, we're going to get in today's pod pick and pod peak of the week. So for our pod peak, always starting with the best first, uh, our pod peak this week is all about how last week I went skiing and I focused on self-care. I took a couple days off of work. I uh, I was up in Vermont this week and I've just been doing some solo time, fam. Uh, you know, when you do things that you love, you're automatically in a good mood. And I'm just all about good mood fuel right now. And you know when you really just need a break from yourself? Actually, I am planning on doing a whole episode all around how you can take a break from yourself, take a break from your life, and just take a little bit of time to escape a bit and reset your brain, reset your body, reset what you're all about, realign your values, maybe do a little life review. Um, But this is just what I do to take a break from myself and reset. I like to go somewhere by myself with my dog. I like to go and escape. Uh, I really just was noticing that I was getting so lost in all that brain sauce, if you know what I mean. Uh, So I just went up to Vermont, took a little break. I went skiing. I watched some really good movies. Also, when I'm doing my kind of take a break from myself vibe, I don't watch anything that is negative or has bad energy or that can bring me down. Like I don't watch scary movies or listen to like murder podcasts. I really only indulge in enlightening things. Like even when it comes to the things that I eat, like I only eat things that I absolutely love. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be healthy, but it just has to make me happy. Um, And as far as movies go, I watch this really good movie. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood about Mr. Rogers. Do you remember Mr. Rogers? Uh, Some of you might be a little too young for that, but he's this OG dude who was super real and uh, had this little kids show and just kind of taught you about the world. Uh, And then I also watched this new movie on Netflix about the 16-year-old Australian girl who actually sailed all around the world in uh, one sweep without any help, all by herself. And it was so badass and empowering. Uh, So that was my peak, giving myself a little bit of extra love and clocking in some good old solo time. So now on to my pit of the week. So on my way back from Vermont, I hit up the Super Bowl. So uh, I was watching the Super Bowl Really, congrats to our bad gal, Riri, on baby numero two. Oh, what a queen. 
Anywho, I was at my cousin's for a Super Bowl party. And you know when you're kind of like chatting with people you don't know and you get feelers for their vibes as you're talking to them. And to be nice, you know, you just keep on asking questions about their life, not to pry, but just like something you do when you mingle. (laughs) Well, this usually comes pretty naturally for me, but every once in a while, there'll be like a weird sitch where something doesn't land as I intend it to, and it might end up being a little awkward or uncomfy. And I'm sure this happens to everyone. I don't think it was just me. I don't really get anxious about it or anything, but I was talking to this random guy's girlfriend, and I was asking her about how they met and what they have in common, and she got so taken aback by... By the comment when I when I asked them like what they do have in common, I said to her that I didn't mean to make her feel uncomfortable about it and that she just totally didn't have an answer. And also, I was kind of just mindlessly asking stuff. So I wasn't really thinking about whether or not my very light line of questioning crossed any boundaries. I literally just asked her like, what did you guys have in common in the beginning of your relationship? And she kind of just tweaked out. Um, but also, I trust myself to know that whatever comes out of my mouth isn't ever said or asked with like malice or bad intentions, nor am I trying to pry. Honestly, I don't really care about what they have in common. Also, I might have think I'm you know, pose the question in a way that didn't really make sense to her. Like she was saying how it's not so black and white, which totally makes sense. And I was just trying to make conversation because usually girls love to talk about their boyfriends and all the early stages about their relationships. But anywho, her reaction just made it seem like I crossed a really big line for her and I feel terrible if I made her feel violated in any way. Uh, She certainly has her own point of view and I am so here for it. Strong opinions, but loosely held for me vibes. I'm just learning. But that was definitely the pit for the week because it just, it made me feel so bad about myself for the rest of the night, especially after having this awesome week to myself. And there really wasn't anything I could do about it. Sometimes these uncomfy situations happen and I just have to accept that, A, I'm not going to be loved by everyone and vibe with everyone, and B, that that most likely won't be the last time I say something without bad intentions at all whatsoever that might not be interpreted in the way that I intended it to be. So this is a good learning for myself to prepare myself and not be so hard on myself about it. So gotta cleanse that energy out. It's been a much better week since then and into our main topic for today. I am so excited about today's episode. It's actually something that goes back to one of my big mind-blowing realizations and key takeaways from my first solo trip I did back uh, to St. Martin in 2021. And today's topic is something that I would say literally all humans can relate to. We all have them, they help shape our lives, and most importantly, they're one of the things that reflect, I would say, the greatest representation of ourselves just across the board. It's applicable to so many different categories, and this very thing that I am talking about are our personal preferences, people. In today's episode, we are talking about all things preferences. What are our preferences? Why are preferences important? How can we use our preferences to help strengthen our relationships? And what is it that our personal preferences help reflect about our core selves? Whether it's something as small as the order in which you do your soap shampoo, conditioner, face wash, rinse, or is it shampoo, conditioner, soap, rinse, or are you a dude and use only one product for body wash, shampoo, and conditioner, or it can be something as big as where you like to live and how you like to live. Do you prefer urban or rural, busy or quiet, doorman or no doorman? 
Main Street or Side Road? And how about when you travel? Do you like morning flights, flying at night? Are you a carry-on or always check kind of person? Window or aisle? Or are you that random person who really likes a middle seat? Or how about when it comes to eating? Do you like your food really, really hot? Or are you cool with eating it at room temp? Are you a breakfast person, coffee or tea drinker? Or are you a not eat till dinner type of human? Or how about in your relationships, especially romantic ones? Do you like PDA? Or is it more like the best friends in public vibe and then dating romantic kissy kissy vibe behind the scenes? Also, what's your love language? Do you prefer acts of service when your partner shows your love? Or do you like when they tell you how much they love you and how awesome they think you are through words of affirmation? Are you a hugger? Not a hugger? The list goes on and on and on. But the bottom line here is that we all have preferences, fam. They're part of being human. And because of this, as you know by now with what this whole podcast vibe is about, I believe that it's important for us to acknowledge and be aware of our preferences so we can feel like we're consistently being the most authentic representation of ourselves in the world and take real ownership over who we are, period. So to start with basics, what are preferences? What is a preference? Preferences really are your likes and dislikes for absolutely anything. I mean, like, indifference is cool too, but at the end of the day, I would argue that there is a kind of preference. Not having a specific preference for something is even a preference. We all have them, and they're a huge part of what makes us not only human, but makes us us. We often don't spend much time thinking about most of our preferences I would say they're kind of the unspoken ways we go about our days and lives, but it's a fact that they're a reflection of the idea that we are the way we are and using our preferences as a way of acceptance around that. Preferences are so, so common in our lives, so much so to the point that they pretty much rule our whole day. Every day really revolves around our preferences. Starting with wake-up time, the order in which you do your morning routine, how you like your alarm to go off, do you like blackout shades or waking up to natural light, do you rinse your toothbrush before and after you apply toothpaste, just after or just before or neither. Uh, It's almost like every waking moment of our day involves our own personal preferences in one way or another. Like literally when you do anything, preferences are involved, even when going to the bathroom and how you pull your toilet paper from a toilet paper roll thingy. Preferences act as a guide for us to move closer to and attract what we want in life. Preferences are a way for us to proudly take ownership over our lives and what we do. PSA though, fam, we are all allowed to have different preferences than others. But I will say we are so conditioned to operate in a way that promotes sameness, even if your unique self, Tostas, deviates from that. I actually kind of have this inside joke with myself, particularly in group settings where I've noticed how common conversation topics um, that people love to talk about is how they like this or how they don't like that. And it becomes this whole group discussion of people either agreeing with it or disagreeing. And a lot of times I really notice that there's a misbalance with it. And it's just funny to me. Like, I find sometimes when people disagree, even though they're in the same group or squad, it might cause some underlying tension just energetically. It's not actual tension, but just underlying disagreement. Even when there's nothing actually wrong with having a different preference or opinion about something than someone else does. And 
it just goes to show how much we've been conditioned to think that in order to vibe with people, we should have the same preferences, same opinions, really just be kind of the same people. I've also noticed a lot throughout my life how people will literally either A, completely agree with what people are saying or talking about, even if that might not actually be their point of view, or B, say how they might feel, but then change their answer because everyone in the group or the person that they're talking to has a different opinion or preference. So for example, let's talk about Olivia Rodrigo for a second. If you don't know, she's a rising pop star, um, just sing some really bomb songs. Anyway, someone in a group setting could bring her or bring up a new song that she's come out with and say their name's Amy. Amy, for example, says that she doesn't really love Olivia Rodrigo because she's young and has an underdeveloped point of view. But then the whole group goes on to talk about this for a whole 10 minutes, just about how much they freaking love Olivia Rodrigo and how she's bringing a whole new perspective to music that also ties in 2000s pop funk and that she has great style, etc. Suddenly, Amy feels insecure about her point of view on Olivia Rodrigo and decides to change her answer, even though she doesn't really like Olivia Rodrigo in the first place. She's only doing this just so she feels part of the group. We have really, really been trained for sameness, fam. And I challenge you right now to be unique. I mean, I'm even guilty of this. I always used to change my answers or pretend that I know what somebody's talking about. So basically flat out lying because I was scared that they wouldn't like me as much if they, or if I didn't know what they were talking about or made it known that I had a different preference or opinion as them. This so isn't the case anymore. And I will tell you why. So one of the things I've loved about gaining awareness around my own personal preferences is that it's really been this way for me to build rapport with myself. Now, what does this mean? Well, rapport means facilitating a close and harmonious relationship where all parties involved are on the same page, understanding each other's feelings or ideas, and really just communicate well. So once I started to take notice of my preferences, I would have these like aha moments of real pleasant surprise and delight when I realized that I have preferences around things that really resonate with me, the authentic me. And that's how I started using this whole idea of becoming curious around my own set of personal preferences to build this rapport with myself, to build this healthy alignment where I zoomed out and realized that I genuinely liked stuff that also really aligned with who I am at my core. Does that make sense? I know it kind of seems obvious, but when we're so just lost in being somebody who we think we're supposed to be and not actually being the person we genuinely are, we latch on to all of these things in our outside life that aren't true to our true selves. So really, once I started allowing that true self in, becoming curious about that true self and being the beautiful am that I truly am, I was so happy to see how my preferences really aligned. For example, when I moved into my own apartment and I lived solo for the first time, this was a massive exercise of me discovering my own preferences within a big preference bucket. Big preference bucket meaning like a large part of my life that has a lot of preference options within it. So this big bucket being all around how I like to live, how I like my space to be, what makes me feel good in the very humanly fundamental place I call home. I won't dump a whole laundry list of my own preferences for living on you right now, but what I will share is that 
that's when I really discovered things about myself that I had absolutely no idea about before. And it's really changed my life, allowing me to feel happier and feel safe and content and overall just good in this very place I call home because my home became a full-on representation of me and something I could be really proud of. And it's crazy to think just how much pride one can get out of taking ownership over something that's totally yours, something that is just totally a representation of you. I mean, I see why creatives love to just do things that are really part of them. Even me making this podcast, this is a full-on representation of me and I am freaking proud of it. If you're a painter and you paint a beautiful painting, that's something that you're proud of and that you freaking take ownership over. But that's what also makes this whole like getting to know our preferences thing worth it because it'll ultimately just increase that pride that we have in ourselves and being who we beautifully are throughout all areas of our life. So back to my apartment thing. I always thought I was a pink girl. In my previous apartment, the one with all my roommates or my old roommates, my apartment was white and light pink. Uh, Well, my room was white and light pink. My apartment was definitely not that because I live with other people. (laughs) Um, But my room was white and light pink. I also loved my hot pink nails and everything was always pink in my life from my robe to my slippers to my toothbrush, my phone case, my dog, like she's kind of pink, her skin's pink. I I didn't really pick that out, but just there's pink everywhere. It always surrounded me. But then when it came to moving into my own place and designing apartment all by myself for myself, I realized that pink did not resonate with me so much anymore and that I didn't want to do the whole pink thing again for my own big girl solo apartment. And it was funny because after I came to that conclusion, I felt a little lost because I was like, well, what color am I? But that in itself was my very own opportunity to discover people and explore, which actually ended up being so fun. Um, so I ended up going with a white, black, gravy, and gravy. Oh my gosh. I went with a white, black, gray and navy vibe, not gravy vibe, gray and navy vibe. And even painting, painted a whole accent wall, the color navy in my apartment. And now it's just really this place that's a wonderful, safe space for me. That's all mine and a reflection of me and something that I just love so much. I have so much gratitude for it. And my apartment makes me so happy and feel fulfilled because of how it aligns with my core self and my own preference for what I like my home to feel like. So yes, leaning into discovering my own preferences and being open to exploring how they show up in my life has really helped me build that rapport with myself as a reflection of who I truly am and what I truly prefer in my life so I can take ownership of and be proud of me and how I exist in this world. Really, what I want you to take away from this episode is just Feel inspired to start being curious about what your own preferences are and ask yourself, do I like this? Do I not like this? And really understand whether or not you like something based off of the kind of feeling that you have in your core, whatever feeling comes over your body, whatever your intuition just fires away into your brain immediately after asking yourself that question. So now that we've covered our own preferences and how they help us really build rapport within our own relationship with ourselves, what do preferences mean when it comes to people in our life? Whether it's friends, family, romantic relationships, colleagues, I mean, when there are humans involved, there are preferences and there can very well be misaligned preferences. Also, there could be super aligned ones. So what does that mean and how do we deal with it all? Well, <laughs> I'm here to tell you. Back to my St. Martin solo trip when I kind of discovered preferences and what they mean meant to me, 
Um, they also taught me how to operate with other people in the world in the least non-judgmental, really fully objective way as possible. Because preferences are an operating model for how we uniquely live as humans, really at the most basic level. And I fully realize and accept that not one person in the entire world will have the exact same preferences as me. And that's totally okay. Our preferences are part of what make us uniquely us. Really emphasis on the uniquely there, really meaning that we're all different. Once I had gained this initial awareness of my preferences in my life, I also started to become curious around how mine might align or misalign with, you know, all of those other people in my life. I realized that there was a high correlation between preference alignment and activities I would do with the various people I hang out with. So, For example, I'm not a Pilates girl. I've never been to a class with that like performer machine thing. And it's just, it's not something I'd really feel like spending my money on. So my friend Colby, she has class pass and she loves a good Pilates class and even sometimes goes in the morning, which also is not my preference for working out. I'm definitely an afternoon, nighttime workout person. So when it comes to hanging out with Colby, it definitely won't be around going to a workout class, A, because she likes Pilates and has class pass and I don't, or B, is a morning worker outer and I'm not. So how do I spend time with her? Well, what we both love is staying in. We love cooking a nice, clean, home-cooked meal. So oftentimes when we hang out, it involves not spending any money because we also love to do that, you know, not drinking or going out to eat or going out and spending a lot of money late night, whole shebang, but rather hanging out at one of our apartments, cooking dinner, sometimes even dessert, and spending our time together in that way. Because I'm aware of Colby's preference as far as how she likes to hang out together and the alignment with my preference for hanging out with her, it's how we spend our time together and it's just, it's so awesome when we do. Also, what's important about this is that I don't have any expectations for her to spend time with me differently. Like, I don't make her come out with me for a late night on weekends or I don't try to convince her to commit to a dinner at a fancy new restaurant I've been dying to get a reservation at. I have other friends for that and it works out great. So the bottom line here is that I'll never judge or get down on Colby because of her preference for how she likes to spend her free time and her money. And I'm just grateful and happy that there is a way for both of us to really happily spend time together. So that's what we focus on doing on. So preferences when it comes to friendships can really help expectations set and allow us to make space for other people's wants and needs. Not everyone you're friends with is going to want to do what you like to do all the time. And if they do, wow, you must be friend bestie soulmates. And I mean, that's totally awesome. But as a good exercise, maybe start thinking about your preferences and how they might align or misalign with each of your friend's preferences and then focus on spending your time together where there is alignment. Because then it just becomes wholehearted, happy, and pure fun since everyone's really on the same page. There's that nice alignment. Now, if there's not alignment between your preferences and the ones of the people in your life, then it's possible there could be some conflict or motivation could uh, motivation to hang out could be at a minimum. So don't beat yourself up about it. Just think about it regarding preferences and become curious. Maybe there's a new area that you're going to discover where your preferences actually do align and it's a new thing that you two can do together, like going to a pottery class, I don't know, something super random. So shift your focus with that person on what you do have aligned preferences about. Also, like if you're both coffee 
people, then y'all should hang out by grabbing coffee together versus trying to make some big plan to go out to the Hamptons for a whole weekend where one person might not like to spend a lot of money on that kind of stuff and another person has no issue with it. For me, the purpose this serves even just having the confidence, you know, I talk all about confidence and that knowing I love to talk about. And the fact that my preferences might differ from someone else's is super comforting. I just really like that sentiment because I can ground myself in it. And it's kind of like a good old reality check for me where I'm not all in the clouds, but really just what's really happening in my life. Back to the alignment thing. Why is alignment so important? Alignment is when our thoughts and our life choices and direction all honor our core values and our preferences. It's really when we listen to our intuition and move through the world embodying our true selves. Alignment is really functional and it's action with ease. Emphasis on the ease, people. I mean, life is hard enough already and For that matter, so is the human condition. So understanding your preferences and curiously noticing where they may or may not align with the preferences of the people of your life just leads to more ease. And more easeful life leads to happier living, and that leads to more fulfillment and just being the amazing you that you are. That's why we're here. It's why I'm dedicating a full episode to it, to help you live an easeful life, reducing conflict and upping the ante on fulfillment and happiness, all as part of your good old confidence building journey and becoming your true beautiful self. I used to give myself and my preferences up for a lot of people. But what I've realized now is that we can healthfully compromise, not mold, but compromise to other people's preferences, especially when it comes to the people we love. But I will say there is a limit and a boundary to that, especially when it comes to romantic relationships and finding the right person. Really think, are you adopting their preferences? And is that actually something you like? Or are you changing a part of yourself for them? So when I was dating my ex, in the car, he exclusively liked to listen to rap music, hip hop, or occasionally when I was lucky, some vintage T-Swift. Whatever I would want to play my music, he'd be cool with it for like 30 minutes. And then we would have to switch back to his. At the time I figured, oh, okay, no biggie. I'll switch to his music again because I love him. But now looking back, He didn't do the same for me. Like, yes, he allowed me to switch my music for a little bit, but it shouldn't be so black and white. And if our preferences don't align around the type of music we like to listen to on a road trip with our partner, then it's important to come up with a super structured system around it as a compromise or solution to just ensure that all parties are happy and are on the same page and feel equally heard, seen, and listened to. I know that might sound like a lot of extra work to do, but it's worth it, especially if you've identified in the relationship that you guys don't have the same preferences. So maybe it's like 30 minutes his stuff. 30 minutes of mine, and then like an hour of a podcast or a book tape that we both want to listen to. And then if that doesn't align, well, we probably shouldn't be road tripping together so much. But also, then we select something like neutral, you know, pop 2K, music from the 2010s, um, or, you know, listen to something else for the bulk of the trip. So at least our expectations are set. It's also a sign that you're not confident in the relationship when you don't feel like you can have contrasting opinions to another person. I really used to feel this way with my ex, that same ex, where I couldn't have a different opinion and it would literally seem like life or death to have a different point of view. Looking back, it was such an obvious red flag and sign in the relationship that it wasn't a healthy one for me, but at the time, 
that's what I thought I had to do in order to maintain the relationship. And as we understand and embrace our own preferences, that's what's going to help us attract what's right for us in our life. The more that I get to know my own preferences and what I like and don't like, the more authentically I can put myself out there in the world and then attract and look for the romantic partner that's right for me who has a lot of the same preferences that I do at least big bucket ones, like how we like to live, how we like to spend free time together, how we like to travel, how we like to sleep at night. I mean, the list goes on and on. Bottom line here is that getting to know you and your own preferences is only going to help influence positivity, happiness, alignment, safety, and good things in your external life, fam. We are not being fake anyone anymore, but the true real you, and we're taking ownership over that. Yeah. (laughs) So the next time you have a different opinion about something than the group that you're with, freaking voice that opinion and be proud that it's yours. Be vocal about your preferences, people. It's literally being confident in what you like and what you don't like. And there is nothing to be ashamed of out there because it's just a representation of you being the awesome you. So that brings me to today's pro tip. In your me, myself, and I locked note, You're going to use the following five buckets for preferences. Also, you can add your own, um, but I want you to jot down three preferences in no particular order for each bucket. So the buckets that I picked out are movie genres, how you keep your living space, things that make you laugh, what pisses you off, and how you like to spend your Sundays. I've provided some examples of what I've put for those in the show notes, and I think it's just a really good exercise for you to explore with yourself. The goal with this pro tip is to help you get into the preferences mindset and get really, really clear on what you uniquely have a preference for that makes you, you. There are so many buckets for our preferences in our life, and I really just want you to feel empowered to better understand what you prefer or don't prefer across the board. And when you know your preferences, you can take pride in them as a way of taking ownership over your life and most importantly around who you are so keep it up fam i am so proud to be a part of the squad and i am so excited to catch you next week for an absolutely loaded episode that you'll probably want to whip out your journal for so stay tuned i am wishing y'all great weeks ahead and don't forget learn what your preferences are and be proud of them until next time fam cc over and out Thank you for tuning in to the Confidently Me with CC podcast. Your journey doesn't end here. Check me out on the gram at Caroline Cannon and on TikTok at Confidently CC. Feeling empowered already? Let me know your thoughts by leaving a review, five-star rating, and subscribing to the show. Here's to you and your journey. This stuff isn't always easy, but it's a long-term investment in building a relationship with yourself. You know, the person you're stuck with your entire life. <laughs> Tune in on Tuesdays for more great vibes, high energy, and especially confidence boosting. CC, over and out.